Come on. Dr. Marcy Beagle is a champion for children, providing realistic, actionable-based tools for parents, educators, and organizations. She's an international speaker, consultant, and author. And now, finally, a guest on Lifeblood Nurture. Welcome, Marcy. Why, thank you. I am so delighted to be here today. Yeah, so excited to be talking with you. This is George G. Let's let's go. Dr. Marcy, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Excellent. So I am based in Brooklyn, New York. I have been here for 20 years now. So I think I've officially earned my New Yorker badge, which has been very interesting this past year, but I love calling this place home. I do not have any children of my own, but I have worked with thousands and thousands. And I think I get along with them because I feel like just a big kid most of the time more than an adult. So I have really managed to make a career out of doing something that I love and am lucky to be very good at. And I think I do it because as a kid, I felt really misunderstood and the adults around me were amazing and wanted to help and didn't always understand. And as we know, there is no guidebook to behavior for parents. There's often no guidebook for teachers around behavior. And so if the knowledge that I have can help other children grow up feeling more understood, more seen, which leads to less behavior challenges and more happiness, then that's what I'm here to do. Amen. I appreciate all that. Mm-hmm. So, so when you were a little girl growing up and then it came time to choose a career, you said, okay, I think that I would really fit in here. I've, 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 I feel like I connect with kids and then it's that it's it's enter this this world which is just enormous, and you work to to change challenging behavior. How did you how did you set uh, how did you settle on that? I always knew I wanted to work with kids. I think because kids are more honest than adults. Even as a kid, you know, you always knew if your friend was mad at you. You always knew if your friend was in love with you. And as adults, it's always gotten a little more. Curious, And so as an adult being around kids, I knew where I stood with them. And that was great. When I was in college thinking about wanting to work with kids, I ended up, you know, as a psych major, as you do. And in the psych department, there was a tab to work with children with autism. This family was hiring someone for their son. And I said, great, I'm going to do that. Let's see what this is like. They were offering full training and it was a behavioral training. And that was my first window in. And I said, this is great. I got this weekend training course in how to behaviorally teach children on the autism spectrum. And I said, this makes so much sense to me. And my career really unfolded from there. First, I was working directly with kids. And then I realized that I could make so much more lasting change if I taught adults how to change behavior because I'm not a natural part of your family. And I don't have any particular magic fairy dust that you can't do yourself as a parent. So if I give you the tools, then you can make change every day in your home, as opposed to relying on an expert to come in and make changes for you. Yeah. If you can figure out how to just to, to do that without actually interacting with the kids, that, 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 that would certainly be an amazing thing. But it's probably that that certainly makes sense that you can have a greater impact by giving the, 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 the parents the tools 
to be able mm-hmm. to uh, create good environments, to be able to, to, to correct bad behavior. Um, and I, I'm sure it's, 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 it's all just an integrated thing. Um, can, can any parent be a good parent, Marcy? Every parent can be a good parent. It's sort of like all behavior can change. There's not a limit to it. There's not a restriction on it. You just have to figure out how to parent your child, hmm. not necessarily how you want to parent or how you were parented. Getting that right combination is what makes a big difference. So, okay. So you need to figure out how to parent your child not to be the parent that you think you should be or the parent that your parents think that you should be. You need to figure out yes. how this is going to work with this tiny human being. Exactly. So, for example, some kids really need structure. They really need to know what time is breakfast happening and then what time are we going to the park and what happens after the park and then when is lunch. Like, they just feel better in that structure. And when that child is with a parent who's like, ah, we'll get there. Mm. They don't ever wear a watch. They're not worried about being on time or late. They just go with the flow. You end up with more behavior challenges because you have a very flowy kind of parent with a child who wants to know exactly what's happening. What that means, at least in my perspective, is that the parent needs to change to provide the child the structure and support they need to feel safe in the world. Once that kid feels good and the behaviors are then gone because they're not trying to gain control, then you can start teaching them how to be more open and more in flow in your style. But first, we have to show up and teach them the way they're going to be accessible. I imagine that that is that that is a tough pill to swallow for 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 some parents that they say, "Okay, that's that's awesome that my kid just wants to be more free flowy, but in the world that we live in, we need structure and we need to be doing things on schedule." And so it's going to be oil and water. A little bit, yeah. And in order to change any behavior, we have to start where you are, right? If I want to learn how to speak a new language, you have to teach me how to say hello first before you teach me to write a book in that language, right? So eventually, yes, your child needs to be able to integrate into the world in all of the structures, in all of the ways, and hold a job and relationships and all of that. But first, we have to start by teaching them the basics and the foundations, Mm -hmm. And you can't teach them basics and foundations if you're constantly having behavior challenges because they don't feel safe and they don't understand and they can't literally speak the language. So we start by saying, I'm going to meet you where you are and gradually teach you in small steps to get to be an amazing adult. But you have so many days in that child's life to take all of those small steps and small steps lead to big behavior changes. Yeah. So don't jump into the deep end. Right. So I am, I, I try to be like, I, 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 I told you uh, before we got started that, that my kids are soon to be five and soon to be two here um, this, this year. And I am working to be super mindful that I don't want to screw my kids up and I want them to be able to be the people that they are, not the person that I want them to be. Um, and then at the same time, provide this the, you know, structure and, and framework so that uh, so that they're not going to drive my wife and I crazy either. Um, and I, I, I don't. So what what do you think about that? 
I think that that sounds brilliant. And parenting that way is, is the magic answer. So be kind to yourself when you feel like you fall short of that because you're human as well. But the way you do that is you talk to them about everything. And this year, for sure, we have learned how to have difficult conversations about all sorts of topics that weren't on everyone's radar before. So make sure you keep having those ongoing difficult conversations with them, talking to them about privilege and differences and how to be a good human in the world. And let them know that you're always going to love them. No matter who they are, what they do, you will always love them because it's about who they are, not what they do Mm -hmm. that makes the difference. And then trust that you are that you are a good human and passing that on because so much of parenting is modeling. They watch you. They see what you do and do the same. And I think it just uh, that, that obviously none of this is a game of perfect uh, and the things that that I do and I make mistakes on the last thing that that I really want to do is is beat myself up uh, because that's not that's just not there's 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 no point in that because the kid's still going to wake up tomorrow and we still need to be a parent tomorrow and we just try to do better Mm-hmm. yeah and it's recognizing that you don't need to model for your child how to be perfect you need to model for your child how to be human and that comes with mistakes and that comes with learning and that comes with kerfuffliness and feeling depressed and being really excited and feeling lost as an adult and the more that you can model all of that, and what do you do when you have your own big feelings and experiences in the world? Or what do you do when you make a mistake? Or when you're fighting with a dear friend? Teach them how to navigate that as opposed to keeping that all behind closed doors and letting your kids figure it out. Or you know, if, if you're struggling with finding happiness and depression, which so many have in the past year, saying to your kids, I feel really sad. I need you to help me go for a walk every day because that will help me feel better. Can you help me? Enroll them because then you're not only teaching them about finding their happiness, but how to be useful in the world and give back, which we know means so much to all of us. So it's okay to 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 be vulnerable with kids. It's okay to tell them that this is a hard thing for 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 me to go through. It's it's I, I, I don't always like wearing the mask or having to stay away from our friends or uh, the things that, 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 that we see going on in the world are confusing. Absolutely. As a parent, you want your children to come to you with all of their feelings and all of their fears and all of their struggles so that you can help them through it. But they don't know that they can come to you if you don't show that you are also having feelings around that. And not always fixing it, but sometimes just letting them know, yeah, I feel the same way. This year, there have been more families that I've worked with where parents have said to me, I found my five-year-old in his bedroom crying, but he wouldn't tell me what was wrong. Or my six-year-old feels fine, but it seems really hard that they're not seeing their friends. And we saw these younger children protecting their parents. Their parents didn't want to talk about the struggle and the kids didn't want to talk about the struggle. What we know if we look at leadership is that we have to go first. As the adult, as the parent, we have to lead that conversation. And it can be as simple as saying, I really miss visiting with our friends. How are you? You don't have to pretend that everything is great and peachy 
if it's not? Because they'll recognize that fakeness and they'll learn that that's how you have to live in the world. And that's not what you want for your kid. That is not what we want. We don't want our kids to, uh, whatever word that that is, if it's be repressed or just living in a BS world uh, and to, to, to avoid problems. Um, so just be open and, and, and honest about it. Um, it is that it's probably going to be different for everybody. I, I am a person who I, I, I try to be pretty pretty organized and, and I have habits and routines. Do you think that, that maybe it, it, just for me it would be helpful to maybe build in times where I can express vulnerability? I, 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 I do it as it pops up. Um, but just to say, hey, here's here, here's some stuff that I went through today at dinner time or something like that. Yes, I love this idea. And I, I talk about it a lot with the families I work with of scheduling the big conversations. Maybe it's Sunday night dinner is the family check in. How is everyone doing? How is everyone feeling? Is there anything that you want to impart and teach your kids either that came up in the world that year or that you're like, wow, we actually haven't talked about you know, pick one of these big topics in a while. So let's talk about that, whether, you know, there's there's a whole slew of them. But in the day-to-day of parenting, it gets lost, right? We're not always thinking about, you know, global warming in your day-to-day parenting. So saying, okay, Sunday dinner, we're going to do a family check-in. I'm going to talk about how I'm feeling. We're going to make sure that our kids are learning tools around mental health. And we're going to pick a big topic that is important our, into our family, to teach about, to learn about, so that our kids can be amazing humans. Don't let that be by accident. Do it on purpose. Yeah, I think that that's great. When when I when 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 my wife and I let bad behavior go on for too long, I I, I recognize that I start to be. I don't want to say I just just that I like my kid less. And when that, when that feeling comes up, I, I try to nip that in the bud as quickly as possible because that's the last thing that I want. Brilliant. Yeah. The more there is conflict, the longer a problem behavior goes on, the harder it is to change, right? If we think about any habit, the more we do it, the more it becomes a, a habit. So when there's bad behavior with your children, you want to stop it right away. But especially when you hit that place where you realize you're not enjoying being with your kids, you're not having fun with them, you're not, and granted parenting is not always going to be a barrel of laughs, but if you're not having those magical moments, you're missing something. And it's on us as the adults to stop and course correct and say, oh, wait, we're off track. Let's, let's get back on it. And there are lots of ways to do it. Um, My parenting book is actually called Love Your Family Again. Because I think what you're describing is very common where the idea of having a family is very different than the reality. And we sometimes stop loving our family and we have to figure out how to get back into it. And that can be as simple as a few handful of behavior changes. The first one being that I am interested in making these changes. Yes. Well, and even before that, I think it's recognizing that these changes can happen. Mm. We have not been taught that everything is possible to change. Our thoughts, our feelings, our behavior, all of them can change. And so I've worked with a lot of children with special needs and no matter what the diagnosis, the label is, the box that child has been put in, their behavior can change. 
there's always steps that can be taken to shift. And the shift that I've seen in children who have been told they will never, whether it's speak or read or that we've been able to make those changes, it just becomes exponential for all of the other capacities and possibilities. All of it can change and you need to know that before you're like, okay, I, and I'm willing to put in the effort and energy and I want to make this change. Yep, it all can change. What an important thing that is right there. Mm-hmm. And just how resilient kids are and how smart they are and sometimes we don't give them enough credit um, that all thoughts, feelings, behaviors, that can all change. I think that that is such an important starting point. So. Yeah. What else? What else do you really wish that uh, that 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 the parents knew or did? So I have three rules okay. that all of my teaching and parenting comes out of. I do my best to live by them, but again, I'm human, so I don't always. But here are my three rules. One is to speak with purpose. That your words really matter, and so often when we're talking to our children, what we say and what we mean don't exactly match up. The clearer you can be, the more specific you can be. If you want your child to come hold your hand, say, come hold my hand. If you want them to sit at the table, tell them to come sit down. All of these other questions and possibilities makes it confusing. Be direct and clear. It allows them to align with what you're asking. So that's one. Two is that you need to do more. So much of what we need to do is actually stop repeating ourselves, stop hoping our kids are going to get it, and just go put it in action. Come sit down and then go help your kid come on over right? Rather than repeating yourself 37 times as you get more and more angry and frustrated that they're not listening. That's how you teach listening. And the third is to choose honey, which comes from my favorite phrase, you catch more bees with honey than with vinegar. And when you parent from a positive place, when you raise your kids up, when you build the behaviors that you want to see in your family, there is so much more joy. There is so much more happiness. There's so much more success. Because I know personally, I want to be around people who continuously tell me, that I'm on the right track, that I'm doing well, as opposed to people who are constantly correcting me and telling me I'm wrong and to stop doing things. So parent from the person you want to hang out with. I love it. I love it. Well, I was going to ask you for one difference-making tip, but you just gave us three, Marcy. But I'm still <laughs> going to ask you for, for one more. The people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Yes. <laughs> so... I am all about concrete action-based tools. And this is my favorite one. I call it, I love you because. I recommend that you do it at dinner simply because that's an activity that most families do every day and it is static. So you're sitting still and you go around the table and you pick one person in the family at a time and you say, I love you because, and you each give three reasons. So in my family, it's me, my sister, and my two parents. So it would, if If I was the person first, my dad would say, I love you because. My sister would say, I love you because. My mom would say, I love you because. And then they'd go around two more times. So I would have gotten nine compliments. Then it would have been my dad's turn. He would have gotten nine compliments, right? And around and around. It teaches your kids to receive compliments. It teaches them to give compliments. If there's sibling rivalry, it helps address that. And it creates an intentional place where there is love and goodness and deliciousness happening in your family. And that one instance every day can change the dynamic overall through the family. Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on, come on. Living intentionally, Dr. Marcy, I think that that is awesome. Teach kids how to give and receive compliments 
That's a that's such a big one right there. I know I bet ninety percent mm-hmm. of adults are crappy at receiving compliments, right? Very much so. <laughs> so just every single one of those things, which is why you just gave the tip, because it's an excellent one. I love it. Well, Marcy, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How how could people engage with you? The best place to find me is on my website, which is drmarcy.com, D-R-M-A-R-C-I-E.com. I also have a huge library on YouTube of parenting videos, tips and modeling and all sorts of things, which is Dr. Marcy Beagle on YouTube. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Marcy your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to drmarcy.com. That's D-R-M-A-R-C-I-E.com. And you can find Dr. Marcy Beagle on YouTube as well. I'll link all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Marcy. Thank you so much for having me. It's been fabulous. (laughs) And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together.